CGH, about your health. And uh, yeah, it comes our way fourth Thursday of every month. And with us today, we've got a couple in studio. We have Stephanie Wallace. She is a registered nurse from CGH Digestive Health Services. And along with uh, Whitney Phillips. Good morning. Good morning, Tom. Good morning. Good, good to see you again, Stephanie. Good to meet you, Whitney. Thanks for having us today. So uh, uh, we're going to be talking about CGH Di Digestive Health Services mm -hmm. and uh, Colorectal Cancer Awareness Month, which is approaching. I suspect that's going to be March 9th. That's right. That's right. Well, uh, Stephanie and, and both Whitney, tell us a little bit about your roles at uh, CGH. Whitney, go ahead. Sure. So um, at CGH, I'm the digestive health screening nurse. So I usually call people um, about a week or so before their upcoming EGDs or colonoscopies or any other diagnostic testing um, to go through instructions and see if they have questions and um, help them out mm -hmm. with anything that they need. And if you don't mind me adding in, this is a newer position, maybe about six or eight months old now. Perhaps. Yeah, mm -hmm. and we've really seen quite a difference in how our patients are uh, prepped, uh, which is really, really important um, for patients who are having colonoscopies. Uh, without a uh, good prep, um, a colonoscopy doesn't work very well. So we're, we're really grateful that we have Whitney in that position now. It's been, um, our success rate has uh, been for completing um, colonoscopies, um, just really, really phenomenal. We're really, really happy with the numbers. So that's been a, a really, um, a, just a really nice improvement. Everybody's really pleased about that. So thank you, Whitney. Yeah, thank you. So thank about, you. you've been with CGH about five and a half years? Yeah, Wonderful. yep, I've been with CGH for five and a half, well, yeah. Great family to be a part of. It is. <laughs> yes. Well, what exactly is Digestive Health Services? Um, digestive Health Services, um, some people will know it as GI or gastroenterology, but this is the branch of medicine that's focused on the digestive system and um, disorders or anything, um, anything related to that, how the uh, digestive system works, how it moves, um, how food travels, um, how it leaves your body, <laughs> um, and then the disorders that go along with that. Um, we have at CGH um, a whole staff of gastroenterologists or specialists. Um, we have two physicians um, who specialize in gastroenterology in uh, our digestive health um, or services. And also we have uh, two practitioners, Concha Sitter and also um, Ozzy Chavera, a nurse practitioner. Um, patients and diagnose in the office and then also we have a physician's assistant Kara Furch and I'm sorry I passed over our physicians um, that would be uh, George Monigudo and um, Dr. Alzubi and I'm sorry I can't pronounce Dr. Alzubi's first name so I'm just going to say Dr. Alzubi. Uh, so we have all of those um, five people available in our digestive health system um, as far as um, seeing patients in the office at the clinic and then that uh, carries over into the hospital side where we'll actually do endoscopies um, or go a little farther with uh, scoping patients um, at the uh, hospital. There's uh, uh, quite a, a few uh, um, organs and, and functions of the body involved uh, uh, along with uh, liver and digestive organs which include uh, quite a list there, uh, Stephanie. Yeah. Whitney, would you like to go over those 
everything yeah. that that we touch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, the digestive health tract includes, you know, um, starts with the mouth and it goes down through your esophagus, your stomach, your small intestine, and into the colon and the rectum. But it also includes other organs like your pancreas, your gallbladder, um, and your liver, and the bile ducts, which the bile ducts can uh, connect the liver um, with different parts of the digestive tract as well. It's all kind of interconnected and they all work together for digestion. Uh, some of the things that we are looking for whenever we're um, looking at these particular parts of the digestive system is we're always looking for colon polyps, um, trying to screen out cancers, um, hepatitis, which has to do with the liver. We're looking for um, damage done by a heartburn or reflux. Uh, same thing for ulcers in the GI tract, um, inflammation within the uh, colon, or even the small bowel, or even or in the large, um, problems with the gallbladder, um, the liver, um, problems where people are having uh, difficulty with absorbing um, food um, and the nutrition, of course, that goes along with that, um, irritable bowel syndrome, and pancreas, pancreatitis. Well, we, uh, you know, we, we, we kind of fair went through the list of all the things that you've been involved with, Stephanie, and you kind of settled in on uh, GI profession. What inspired you to uh, uh, settle there? Um, actually, uh, nursing, of course, brought me into GI, but I previously was a sedation nurse, and I thought this was a good fit um, when it was time to change departments, and this is where I ended up. We, we help people be very comfortable during their procedures, um, give them a lot of um, co just comfort um, and assure them uh, many people are going to be anxious when they come in to have either one of these scopes done. We do upper endoscopies. Um, the long word for that is going to be esophagogastroduodenoscopy. Um, often we're just going to call it an EGD, okay? I'll stick that, with that. That seems to be pretty simple, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, the colonoscopies. But again, there's a lot of anxiety attached to that, the, uh, the uh, taking in of the, um, the sedation uh, through the IV, and then um, just the perceived idea of what that scope is going to do <laughs> when it's in your body. So I think, I, b I believe we alleviate a lot of that for patients. We uh, try to uh, stack them with a lot of knowledge when they come into the department. Um, and again, uh, Whitney's very, very good at um, starting that process for us by the time they get to the hospital um, to be assessed for the actual procedure. But I, I feel that we're, we're really good at uh, trying to alleviate that. We do want people to be as comfortable as possible and to be empowered with a lot of knowledge before they start this, the process of having, having either of these procedures done at the hospital. Well, Whitney, you're an RN. Is this uh, your beginning department or have you uh, passed through a few others? No, I've actually been an RN for about 12 years now. Um, I've been through lots of different departments, but I settled with GI because um, a lot of it had to do with, I was originally a float nurse at CGH and I worked with Dr. Monty and had a lot of good experiences with him. And um, I really, you know, liked him as a physician. Um, that was before Dr. Elzubi came, but I worked with him a lot and he got me interested in GI and I just feel like I kind of found my niche there. And let's see here, March is, uh, well, you know, coming up on a week from Friday, March is National Colorectal Cancer Awareness Month. Uh, what is the importance of getting screened for colon cancer? 
Well, the importance of getting screened, I would say um, colon cancer is one of the more common cancers. One in 23 men and one in 26 women will be diagnosed with it. Um, it's the second leading cause of cancer deaths among men and women combined in the U.S. And it's also one of the most preventable cancers. So by screening, we can catch early um, developing cancer or even precancerous polyps, which polyps are um, an abnormal growth of cells that develop often in the colon um, and can turn into cancer. So if we do those screenings, we're able to find those polyps and remove those, therefore completely preventing the cancer. Um, or, uh, you know, if you have cancer, if we're able to catch that early enough before it spreads, um, usually it's very treatable and much less, um, you know, dangerous for your health. So early screenings are super important. Well, Stephanie, the American Cancer Society has some recommendations. Uh, yeah. Uh, we will um, ask for people who are at an average risk, and that means um, patients who patients who um, don't have a, a lot of family history of colon cancers or colon polyps um, for their like patient or their parents, their brothers, sisters, any of those people who did not have polyps at an early age, um, those are people we're going to consider usually as an average risk. And the average risk previously was uh, 50 years of age. That has been changed since last year to 45 years of age now um, for the best chance of catching um, cancers at an early time. Um, now, there are other patients who are going to fit into that next category where uh, we're, we're going to say you are not an average risk. If you do, again, have uh, family members, and we're going to call these first-degree relatives. So, again, your parents, brothers, sisters, those are your first-degree relatives. Anybody in that group um, who has had uh, colon cancers or colon polyps at an earlier age, we're going to probably back off 10 years before that, before we'll... Um, for when we'll decide to start uh, a colon screening. Well, can you uh, contact a GI doctor without a referral, and what are some of the reasons you would do so? Whitney, I'm going to ask you to talk, uh, to talk about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's one of my main roles. Uh, we do have a fast track program at CGH. Um, we call it our fast track colonoscopy um, screening. And so what you can do is you can actually call me directly at the clinic and if you don't have any medical history if you are 45 you're healthy um, you maybe have some you know small medical history uh, we can just go ahead and put you on the schedule for a colonoscopy you don't even have to be seen by a physician um, or uh, you know if you do have a lot of medical history you may have to be seen in the office first so that they can evaluate that and um, the safety of the procedure for you but we do have that screening tool to make it easy so that you know you can have a colonoscopy without being seen if if you qualify for it so uh, what are uh, some of the symptoms that somebody might notice uh, if they might need to contact a GI doctor um, anytime you have a noticeable change in your regular bowel movements, um, anything that has lasted at least two weeks and it's continuing on, that is something to pay attention to. If you're having um, heavy rectal bleeding or blood in your actual stool, 
um, if you have any discomfort or cramping in your abdomen, which is uh, not common for you, um, unexplained weight loss, general weakness or fatigue, um, a lot of heartburn that persists, and even though you are taking a medication over the counter for it and it's still not helping, or acid reflux that is continuing to um, interrupt your daily activities, um, anything like that, those are really good reasons to make an appointment to be seen by one of the GI uh, specialists. So just because you have those symptoms, that doesn't mean, uh-oh, we're going to have a problem, does it? That's, that's exactly right. Um, it doesn't mean that anything is severely wrong, but it does need to be looked at and yeah. investigated sure. to make certain that, um, you know, whatever it is, maybe we can catch um, that early. And I'm not even talking about anything ominous. Maybe it's heartburn that's uncontrolled, right. things like that. Once again, CGH About Your Health Radio. We're visiting with RN Stephanie Waller and Whitney Phillips. What screenings does CGH Digestive Health Services offer? So at CGH, we offer EGDs as screenings for different esophageal um, and stomach issues and this beginning of the small bowel. Um, and then we offer colonoscopies for screening for colon cancer. And what are, what are some of the best ways um, to reduce your risk of colon cancer? Probably the obvious. It is, but <laughs> probably the most difficult or uh, the the most uh, things that make people the mo the, the uneasiest. Right. Um, eating um, healthily. Is that a word? Healthily? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> eating healthy. Um, that would mean reducing um, the processed foods in your life. Um, Anything that comes in a package, anything that has to sit on a shelf for a while, these are processed foods. Um, foods that come out of a restaurant or, or that are ready-made for you, um, th that is a, a good way. If we can decrease those things, processed foods, red meats, um, restaurant foods, and then increasing your fiber is a really, really good way to um, improve your colon health. Um, a lot of fiber and a lot of fluids. Um, Please, if you're smoking, uh, please do stop smoking. Um, if you uh, drink alcohol to excess, a good idea to cut down on that. Um, lastly, just get screened for colon cancer if you haven't been already and you're fitting into um, the, that age group um, where there's a strong family history of colon polyps or colon cancer, um, or if you've hit that 45 years of age and um, you are, again, you're considering yourself average risk, don't have a lot of um, medical problems, um, but please, still very important to get screened. Um, we are especially we are especially adamant about that because it is so finding something early, getting it out before it becomes anything, a, a colon polyp, for example. Uh, it, it's just it's just so simple to take care of something um, before it uh, before it becomes something uncontrollable. Um, so yes, getting screened, uh, we would remove any kind of polyp that we uh, see um, if. Um, we do find uh, colon polyps. Um, the other part of getting screened is continuing, um, not necessarily called a screening, but colon surveillance. We're always, depending on what we find the first time, um, we're always, and your family history, of course, we're going to um, keep an eye on you. Um, so at least every five to 10 years, uh, somebody will come back to um, be looked at again. Well, if you or someone you know is at risk, please have them contact CGH Digestive Health Services, 815-625-4790, or 
talk to your doctor about getting checked. Well, what are some of the other things going on at CGH uh, now and during uh, Colorectal Cancer Awareness Month coming up in March? Yeah, it looks like we have a few things coming up. Um, today at noon, we have Ask Us Anything on our CGH Facebook page um, with Dr. Bird and who is our vice president and chief medical officer. He'll be speaking with Dr. Kiso, um, one of our cardiologists, about heart health and the cardiology services offered at CGH. Um, and then we also have another Ask Us Anything event on March 14th at noon with Concha Sitter. She's one of our nurse practitioners at the gastroenterology clinic. She'll be answering questions and speaking on colorectal cancer. Um, so you can tune in for that with the talk at noon on our Facebook page on March 14th. It looks like a fun one coming up here. Yes, and it looks like also um, on March 14th, we have an early St. Patrick's Day happy hour from 4 to 7 p.m. at Brinks and Sterling. The proceeds will benefit the Northern Illinois Cancer Treatment Center, and there's no admi admission fee. Um, there will be a raffle ticket sale for gift baskets, so stop by to celebrate and see what you could win. Wow. Okay. That does sound like fun. Yeah. Um. Well, uh, I know we've uh, covered quite a bit here. Anything uh, in closing that uh, we need to uh, pop up, or can we say there's I, your CGH about your health radio? <laughs> I would just <laughs> like to say one last time. Sure. Next month is especially important um, for colorectal awareness. Um, but, yeah, we feel very, very strongly about it. Um, it's so important. Just get screened, get in there early, and, uh, yeah, just pay attention. <laughs> yeah, and we're seeing it younger and younger, so right. oh. it never hurts to, if you're having yeah. symptoms, get checked out, or if it's time for that screening, get it done. Don't put it off. Right. So don't yeah. say, I, I got till I'm 45. Next year. Yeah, yep, right. Yep, yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. Right. Well, Stephanie, Whitney, thank you so much for this valuable information. Thank yes, you very much for having you. us, Tom. Right. Yes, thank you. CGH, about your health for this February.